0: The Small Business Show, episode number 71, for Wednesday, June 15th, 2016. (laughs) Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Small Business Show at businessshow.co, the show by, for, and about small businesses here in Lafayette, California. That's I'm right. Dave Hampton. And I'm Shannon Jean, also in Lafayette. Welcome to Lafayette, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to uh, record in the uh, Shannon Jean studios. There here. we
1: go, up here on the hill. I'm yeah. uh, glad that you could come out. You're out here for uh, the Worldwide Developer Conference for Apples. Apple. Yeah. yeah. Nice. A, the show's going well for you.
0: It's been yeah, it's been interesting. A lot of announcements really geared toward developers. So yeah, uh, I, my guess is if you were like detached from the industry and watched this, you might say eh, okay. I mean, they announced some new features that you might care about. You know, for I think of they announced things for every OS, so TV OS, Watch OS, iOS, and Mac OS, which is yeah. now the it's kind new of try
1: narrative. unifying the the OS type
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. and um, I think. Of all the features they announced, I feel like the Watch OS features are the ones that would be immediately, most immediately obvious to consumers to mm-hmm. being like wow, that's an Im- improvement, if, yeah. it, if it delivers. Yeah, it
1: seems like a complete, almost a complete rewrite of how the OS works and uh, yeah. stuff, so it should be interesting.
0: Yeah, it, you know. right. Well, I mean, I haven't tested that yet, yeah. so I'm recording the show with the developer build of, of Mac OS Sierra. Hopefully, we're recording the show. That's <laughs> correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it
0: seems like we're
1: recording yeah. the show. Yeah, that's yeah. cool.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's awesome. So you're in San Francisco, and then we uh, brought you out here to the, yeah. the suburbs to hang out. It's we're, gorgeous out here going to do a little barbecue after this and uh, have some perfect. refreshments. It'll be nice. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And today, uh, I thought we would talk about, since you're out here for a technology conference, we talk about technology and your
0: small business. You know, when you mentioned that topic, I... I can't believe we've never done an episode where we've intentionally talked about this.
1: Yeah. I, you know, we've done like, okay, here's accounting ideas, yeah. here's web ideas, but I don't think we've done one that just encompasses, hey, what do you need to get started? You know, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and it's, um, I mean, it's fast. You know, here we are. So, I mean, this is a business we haven't brought in any revenue yet, but I hey, actually talked to somebody up. last night <laughs> That's good. who wants to sponsor the show. Oh, nice. That's so, perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so uh, so we will but um but here we are sitting in your uh, room at your house here and we've got a couple of computers on the table which is exactly one more than we need. Yeah. Uh two microphones which could be argued is uh, maybe two more than we need. Yeah. <laughs> by
1: some people. <laughs> <laughs> by some,
0: hopefully not the folks that are listening. But um and and you know that's it. We could yeah. run everything and I don't just mean recording the show we could do our accounting here? Sure. We could I, everything? You know? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I and I think that
1: uh, you know over time, it, the, the, one of the great things about technology and you know running a small business is everything. I mean, everything has gotten easier uh, when it comes to how to set things up, what to do, what you need to do it with. I mean, I can remember struggling, uh, you know, with with massive problems of how to just handle payments. Uh, on your yeah. on your website and how to get all that going, and now there's so many alternatives, and and it's there's just a tremendous amount of freedom and and many many choices.
0: It, it, there are. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. You you and you have to make the right choices.
1: Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. And and I guess you know, like the first thing is
0: okay. Obviously, you're gonna need a computer, right? Yeah. I, 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 I don't know I w- what business you could run today. Yeah. Y- y- where a computer isn't going. I mean, I, you could run a business with pen and paper and a cash drawer. Just not a big business,
1: <laughs> or or yeah. I mean, th- there's no way to get any, uh, you know, d- uh, very much data, other than your gut instinct. And you know, for thousands of years, very very successful people use that and yes. their their paper to to run business. But well, and their uh, their know.
0: instinct and their memory, yeah, their memory, right? Yeah. And and where the computer helps is enhancing one's memory sure seriously yeah yeah absolutely. you know that uh, you can and you can be exact about it sometimes though that leads you to the down the wrong path I've, I've had a lot of conversations with people this week about um podcasting and what's happening in the space here because there's been some consolidation sure stitcher was picked up by the same company ew scripts that bought midroll yep and those are
1: both uh, aggregators of podcasts and advertising? Yeah, type. so
0: Stitcher is the aggregator. Yeah. Mid-Roll is um, uh, a, a, an ad sales rep firm, yep. like we are at Backbeat Media.
1: And and just so I understand, right, because I'm certainly not uh, an expert, uh, these folks are will take your podcast, put it on their network, serve
0: their ads, Yes. correct?
1: And correct. manage that thing for you and take a cut of the ads. Yeah. I see.
0: And the problem that I see is that... If they put it together one way, it could be that Google AdSense of podcasting. Yeah. And I, I watched it happen to the web and it yeah. I mean the web I, I think podcasting is a better advertising medium than Google. Sure. Or then sorry, than the web. The web was is a good one. Google really kind of devalued it. The race to the bottom. The race to the yeah. bottom. Yeah. You got it. And yeah. I and and so You know, stats, I've had this conversation with several people this week because, you know, a bunch of podcasters come to this thing and we wind up talking to each other. And I feel like there's the right amount of stats. The problem is we need to bring over all the dollars that exist in radio. Radio has, I think, two orders of magnitude more ad dollars than the podcast industry. And they want to spend money on podcasts because they know – the engagement's better. The targeting is better. Right. I mean, yeah. but what they also know is that no one counts their numbers the same. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they don't want to, y- sure. you know, they, it, but the thing is in radio, it's all done with panels and surveys and it's all BS, Yeah. but it's the same BS. Whatever, they've all agreed. They all agree yeah, to the methodology. Yeah. Flawed as it may be. And it is flawed. It's the same. So they know, okay, well, if this station says they have twenty thousand people that listen to this show and that station says they have fifty thousand, I don't really know if it's twenty or fifty, but I know I can compare them yeah, equally. Sure. And Makes with sense. podcasts, it that doesn't exist. It's yeah. been attempted. Um and my concern is that this Stitcher thing yeah. uh could could ruin that. Well,
1: and it what's well, a great uh you know, so we don't segue just totally into that. We should. We need yeah, to do yeah, a total yeah. episode we do. on podcasting as a small business, and and what you know expectations and that kind of thing. So we should definitely put that on yeah. the uh, on but the agenda. Data
0: data is is good. It's critical. It, I mean, it, you have to use it. You have to know how you're going to use. Correct, it. Correct. Correct. So yeah.
1: you know, you, you get a computer. You get you know you got to have some sort of output. You're going to get printers. All that stuff is is real. You know, whatever you want, Mac or PC. I'm not sure it matters anymore. Right. Most of or Certainly, a lot of what you'll be doing is going to be online. It's not going to matter whatever your your. I mean, clearly, if if you know our businesses and our background, you know we totally think you
0: should buy a Mac. Uh, yes, <laughs> and and
1: there's many many reasons to do that, and we don't have enough time to talk about that today.
0: No, but, but but I would you know, say my advice to people is always, especially in this it, 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 kind of in this context where we're saying you need a computer to run your business, it's not critical which one you get. Yeah. So, buy the computer that you are most comfortable using.
1: It makes sense. Yeah. You don't want to be learning something new when no. you're trying to launch your business no. or, you know, that kind of thing. That's so, right. you know, you get, you know, printers, the nightmare, you know, often uh, most headache uh, inducing part of your network, you know, and, the uh, laser printers, inkjet printers, whatever you prefer. Um, and, and I think increasingly important is, you know, your, your phone and what you're going to use for your business, uh, whether it's uh, an iPhone or an Android phone, yeah. um, you need to get something again, you're, you're comfortable with and that you're familiar with using because there's so many apps that are going to be related to, uh, either services that you're using online uh, and you need to have that stuff in your pocket. Uh, You definitely want to pick something that you're comfortable with.
0: Yeah. And, and I think in that sense, it is worth thinking about the relationship between your phone and your computer. Yeah. And, and so if there is a phone that you want to get one brand or another, I I would let that influence your computer. (laughs) decision
1: yeah because you're going to be doing so i mean i will give you an example I, I do a lot of stuff on ebay and as yeah. ebay has developed their their uh ios app for the iphone oh, that's awesome yeah we we've just leaned more and more and more on it and that interaction with the com- computer and you know with the mac works fantastic yep i have no experience on the android side or the or the or the windows side but it may just be as good or better right yeah so you know whatever you're comfortable with and, and looking at uh you know, the apps that you may wind up using, I mean, we do everything, and, and we'll talk about that in, in a few minutes, from customer service to, you know, managing your money and your banking, uh, all that stuff is is in your pocket and can allow you to be, you know, much leaner than a traditional organization. It's you know? true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, much, much, much better. Yeah. And, and so talking about phones, let's say you have a physical presence. And, you know, you're, you have office or offices or stores and multiple stores. What kind of phone system do you put in these things? And do you even put a phone? Do system? Do you need in? it?
0: Yeah. 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 I'd say if you're working out of your house. No, you don't. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, and that was, I, I, you know, 10 years ago, I would have given exactly the opposite advice.
1: Yeah. So I guess then the question is, once you start getting employees, and adding uh, extensions, if you will, because yep. everybody need a phone, which way do you go? Do you get, you know, the traditional phone system, uh, the, or you're already a larger business and you need, you know, a phone yeah. system, you get a traditional phone system that's got lots of flexibility. Um, uh, but is also can be very expensive, like a PBX system yeah. from Avaya, those kinds of things, um, or you know, in the beginning, you may just be able to just plug in a t- standard two or three f- line phone and yep. take calls that way. Uh, my my advice would be to pick the the whatever offers the most value, and and I specifically don't say the least expensive because they. They're, they do different things for for different, yeah. you know, whatever your needs are. And it, you may be able to say, look, we're going to add five mobile phones to our Verizon account. And we're going to give everybody in the office a phone. And we're going to go sign up for one of the cloud uh, phone providers yeah. like Ring Central or Grasshopper. And we're going to push the phones that way. Yep. And that's very inexpensive,
0: tremendously flexible. We use phone.com yeah. for BackBeat Media. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You dial a number that goes, it seems like a select PBX, select an extension, an yep, extension. Yep. it rings either the right person or right people's phones simultaneously. Nice. So if you've got, uh, you know, I, I need to talk to somebody right away, press this. Great. Now everybody's phone rings. The first person that answers Takes, grabs it, owns it. Yeah. Yep.
1: So I, you know, you really need to look at what serves your business the most. You know, I, I have both, I have a, you know, one of our businesses has a, you know, big, massive PBX that, uh, you know, is unbelievably expensive.
0: Would you buy that today, though?
1: No. Okay. But I've had it for, you know, no, i have had it. it so long. But at the time, it was like a $30,000 phone system. Yeah. But it did everything. Sure. You know, it's massive. And you had to have this massive, uh, you know, service contract and all that kind of stuff. And I'm I'm knocking on wood here to make, you know, it, it keeps going and that kind of stuff. But yeah. I, But now setting it up, I wouldn't do it that way. I, I would definitely go with either uh, a a voice over IP system like a Vonage or uh you know there there's a number of them out there that you buy you can you can either use regular phones or you can buy you know uh, voiceover voice over IP phones or I would just go the mobile route cuz you know with a cloud provider. Yeah. It's so flexible.
0: It's so well that's the thing is you know using something like like we do with phone.com we're able uh, we could all be in the same office. Yeah. But we don't have to be. Yep. It's you know? great. And one person, I mean, we could have two of us in the office and one somewhere else. And it's just totally you know. And flexible.
1: I used to, you know, when Google Voice first came out, and that was Grand Central. Grand Central. That's right. I remember that. And and, I was, and you
0: can still find Grand Central buried in like the URL. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, it's it's in cool. the metadata. Of, yeah.
1: And you know, I can remember thinking, oh, this is great. And, and I think I was, you know, it was probably maybe... Four or five years early, yeah, because I hated how it did it and you know made the person wait, and then it would connect and try all these different things. I mean, but you could see the potential, yes. which I think is here now and uh, definitely worth looking into. You know, what's the easiest path to go gives you the best value for your dollar for for what you need to do. Yep. You know, yep.
0: Yeah. 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 Just just so folks know, we have. Uh, it doesn't actually, I don't think it matters, but we've got, you know, whatever, 10, 12 extensions on our phone.com account, but none of them are real lines. As right. far as phone.com is concerned, they're just forwarding to other phones, mostly cell phones, sure. whatever. But um, But I think we pay, it's less than $500 a year.
1: Yeah, that's really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can, you know, the, the cost of entry is very, very yeah. low.
1: Again, come back to how easy it is to. And set it's probably up your lower than that.
0: It might be less than two hundred dollars a year. I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah,
1: says the guy that's in, in charge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see the
0: bill. I don't I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I, I know what the number is, but we add some things to it that most people might not need, and things like that. So.
1: Yeah, it brings up a good point though. Is I often have this problem where you get you know, you're involved in the beginning of kind of setting things up and then it doesn't take long for you to become as, as the founder to become disconnected, no pun intended. We're talking about phones, yes. but disconnected from the bills that come in the door. And that can be really problematic and, uh, something to, you know, you want to step into your accounting department or your, but even if it's just even, well, if you're not doing it, I guess is what it comes down to. You have someone doing it for you. Um, you want to take a look at those bills you know from time to time whether it's fedex the phone the garbage company because you will often find that the bill does not match what your memory thinks it should it's true yeah and and i've had that over yeah. and over and you know you want to look at those I,
0: you know a trick that i have for that is moving things things that you can move away from this from moving it from monthly billing to either quarterly or annual.
1: Oh yeah. That's good.
0: Because monthly billing always happens at an inopportune time to think about it. Sure. right. You've got it. Can I approve this? Yeah. Again? Sure. Right. Right. Whereas quarterly billing, you can stop for a second and say, well, that's new or, you know, that's not something that, that it's just part of the grind. And, you know, like this phone.com thing. It's a, I have it on annual, and I, and the number sure. is actually three hundred and thirty nine dollars that we pay, um, That's or sweet. at least what we paid the last time. Yeah, but I I I think you could get away with what we do for less if you didn't need a couple of these things. So, yeah.
1: no, it's uh, great, and yeah. you know, of course, we, we would recommend that you set up, you know, uh, auto pay with a credit card. You know, we did a make sure you want to go back and listen to the show we did all about affinity cards, S B G card or the you know, whatever card it is you're using, a cashback card. Yeah. You know, you want to take advantage of those. I mean, one of the biggest impacts on, you know, me and our family was when we were able to put our shipping bills on the credit card. And, you know, it so was that's a
0: huge part of your oh, operating it was expenses. twenty
1: grand a month. Oh, Right, yeah. and, and that, and so you build up those points very, very quickly. Uh, that is otherwise g- tough to do. Yeah. Uh, so whenever you can, you know, you want to ask. Like sometimes, for a long time, FedEx wouldn't take credit cards. You know, they wanted a, a debit, you know, an ACH uh, transfer yes. from your bank, and we wouldn't do it. We said, now we're just, you know, UPS is taking it here, and yeah, maybe it's you, you're telling me you can do it for a little less, but. We want to use credit card, and then they came around and said, "Hey, we can take your card," and then they got our business. Sure, you know. So you want to ask those questions. You want to be looking at all the other things that can help you build your charmed life, like yeah, we, like we talked about here. Yeah. You, yeah, you don't want to neglect those, you know, little things on the outskirts. Whether it's you know, we've talked about vehicles here, we've talked about how you do your accounting and expenses, and and you know, getting a good accountant. And a, and a big part of it is you know what credit card you're using and how you're paying these bills. Yeah. Yeah,
0: really. Important. it's true you gotta you you do need to or maybe you don't because i don't do this i don't know if you do do you, do you ever stop and and look at how much cash or how much money your business would save if you moved like would fedex give you a bigger discount if you stopped paying with a credit card because they're paying a fee yeah
1: in my experience the larger the company the less impact it has yeah. They're just going they just, they to. They're they just going to eat it. Yep. The smaller the company, yeah. They will say, "Well, I don't want to take your card, or uh, I want you to pay the points." Right. Which is very common when we're buying inventory. So if if I'm yeah. working negotiating a deal for you know a large quantity of iPads or yeah. Macs or something like that, and I'll say, okay. That those deals look good. Or the numbers look good to me, but I want to put it on our corporate Amex. Yeah. And oftentimes you hear this, whoa, we're not going to make any money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. So, so we'll go back and say, okay, first thing we'll say, well, how about we split the points? You know, let's do that. And then you really look at it and say, okay, it's going to cost me, you know, 1.5%, but what am I going to gain personally? Yes. Not as taxable income. That's right. Right. That's going to come into your account, your, your personal account that you can use to enrich your life. Yep. So, No, to, it's you, true. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I, I'm aware of it, but I don't obsess over it because I like the benefit, even yeah. though I know, I mean, I know I'm paying for it. You are. Yeah, I mean, well, the, the money's you, coming from me. It, yeah, it comes from the
1: merchant, right? Yeah, I mean, that's really where it comes from. Right. Whoever is is taking that card is yeah. paying those fees are going to so you their know, prices
0: are up. To, to in, Absolutely, just like your prices are, and yeah. just yep. like mine are. Yeah. yeah,
1: and and you know, we'll, we'll, that leads us into credit card processing. So as a, yeah. as a small business, you know, you want to get your customers. Many of them are going to want to pay with credit card, and you want to get set up. And I would. Really caution you against going with any traditional merchant processor from your bank. I would just really put the brakes on that and think about it first and get involved and talk to PayPal, talk to uh, Square, talk to the, you know, think about Stripe and all these different um, newer, you know, it's kind of like the phone system. You know, a traditional merchant service is. In in my eyes, you can liken them to like a, a Comcast or a, a you know the most ha- hated customer service wise anyway company yep. in the country. Yep. They're not going to provide you real time data, you know it, it. It's just not their forte. But these other companies that are just leaner, meaner, um, y- you can plug yourself right in and get yourself going instantly and build up trust over time. I mean, you're not going to. Get a uh, Square account or a PayPal account and charge thirty, forty thousand dollars the next day. Nope, they're gonna. You can charge it, but they're gonna call you and say, "Hey, we're not gonna give you that money." You know, so they're gonna hang on to it for probably thirty days oh. because they don't know who you are. Yeah, right. So you have to build up. So the sooner you get set up with these accounts, the better. So you can get a $500 charge, charge, mm. five hundred dollar charge, a thousand dollar charge, you know, and, and in repetitive stuff. And I would suggest that it is better to leave money in that account for as long as you possibly can in the beginning. Yeah. Because you want to show them that you don't really need it. You know, you want to show PayPal that you can leave five grand in the account for 30 days and you're not just draining it every
0: 24 hours. That's interesting. We've we've had a lot of money come into our PayPal account. We, We, so we don't follow your advice. But you have a history, right? Of course. Yes. Yeah, but we've yeah. had a PayPal account forever. So have we. Yeah, yeah. Multiple, you know, right. we, yeah multiple. Yeah, multiple. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we've never... I mean, when money comes in... We, the only time, for Backbeat anyway, the only time that money comes into the PayPal account is if someone wants to pay us with PayPal. Okay, got which, it. Which happens. Sure. Yeah, and we take that money out immediately. Yeah. Well, we
1: typically do now, too. Okay. so my. But the trick is, when you're opening a new account, uh, yeah. you're trying to... Build trust, and you're trying to get a, get history. Do you
0: going. think pay, does PayPal pay attention to that absolutely. stuff?
1: Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Having talked to them, having yeah. sat on panels, they want to know who you are. Okay, and so the sooner you can do it, the better. And if you have a person, everyone should have a personal PayPal account, right. Or a totally. or, you know, or a Square account that you can start doing little things with and building up this track record. It's just like your bank. I mean, yeah. if you if you go to the bank and you open an account one day, and the next day you get you know. Hundred thousand dollars in, well, they're going to want to make a phone call
0: and talk to you. Yeah, they're going to talk to you, and yeah, they're going to say, "Hey, what's PayPal going on?" Or... And
1: yeah, whatever it is, because their risk assessments things are going to go off the charts. Yeah, and and that's one thing. All these credit, these merchant, and your, your traditional merchant provider, Visa, Mastercard, Amex, they're they're going to they're even worse, right? Because they won't even tell you; they'll just send you a letter, and you'll think you're getting this money, and then you'll you know you'll get a letter a week later, and they'll. Oh, call our eight hundred number. So at least yeah. with, you know, uh, and, and I can speak, you know, the most to, to PayPal because we use them so much. Sure, um, you can make a phone call and talk to them in a minute, in a heartbeat, and and explain what's going on, and they'll work with you to. And you probably should call them before you make a big before there's charge a charge. Sure, and let them know, say, hey, you know, I'm going to get this large charge, and most people have about a ten thousand uh, dollar transaction limit with those places yep. anyway. yeah, And so you just want to build up that, that over time mm-hmm. you want to talk to them about rates. You know, the great thing about PayPal and like square is most of the time they're going to give you a flat rate. So you're going to know exactly what it
0: is. Well, and there's a benefit here. Yep. And that's, that's it. This is where PayPal can really help you it, it, or any of these because that rate that they're going to give you is the aggregate of all of their customers. They have a deal with MasterCard and Visa and Amex as opposed to you getting your own deals with each of those companies and so they can negotiate that rate, that rate down, even though they're making money on top of it. Sure, you're saving a, often with PayPal, saving a ton. Yeah, and and you n- at least you know what it is.
1: Yeah, where in a, in a traditional merchant processor, you're going to get a statement at the end of the month that's going to look something like your cell phone bill, and it's going to have all kinds of charges that you weren't aware of, and it's going to be okay when you take a United, a United Airlines card, you're going to pay yep. X. Excuse me. X number of of uh, more basis points because someone is paying for that ticket, and it's the the business that's taking that credit card. Yeah. And to the layman, the average person that doesn't deal with it, they're they're. I'm this still is amazed. a
0: headache that most that most small businesses don't need to have. Yeah. You, you may get to a point, or may not, with your business where you want more control over that, and maybe you can negotiate a better rate. Sure. And but PayPal is probably going to negotiate that rate with you. You can too. have that
1: same discussion with them. That's right. As, you, as your volume increases and your needs change, they will work with you and uh, you know make it better for
0: you. Yeah. My problem is we because we're so much B two B, we get people's credit cards and so right. we have to key them in ourselves, and uh, that's what I can't do with PayPal.
1: You can do it with the virtual terminal. Can you now? Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. guess
0: we had this conversation. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. 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 That's yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah, you yeah. pay a
1: higher rate. Because well, it's more risk, because right? There's more risk. There's no yeah. swipe,
0: right? Um, but, but I uh, think actually Lisa looked into it because we did. Since we had this conversation, yeah. we ch- we've changed processors and we looked at PayPal and we actually were able to get a better rate. That's cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. And you got to look at that. And, of course, found your yeah. volume and everything. And maybe your bank is aggressive, and then and I could be totally wrong because I've been out of the loop on a sure. traditional merchant thing forever. Yeah, but uh, you know, you definitely want to look into it. And again, it, it's. Coming back, just like the phone thing. What works the best for your business? I mean, if your if your people are out, and it's you know uh, the best thing is to have them have the little square nodule hanging off their phone after they yeah. do some work at a customer's house. Uh, use that and and work with them and build up your rapport and your history and your trust with with that company. Yeah, um, you can certainly spread it out. And I know if you you know if you look online, you, you can read you can find all kinds of horror stories about. PayPal, in particular, uh, you know, holding on to people's money oh, for yeah. extended periods of time—in twenty-one my, days, yes—in my experience, it is often because of what we we're just talking about: some charge that goes way off the charts, uh, some charge that doesn't quite fall into what they they approve of on their merchant thing, yep. that that kind of thing. So. You want to learn about it: what you can charge, what you can't do, that kind of stuff, and find the partner that works really well for you. Yeah, you know. No, it makes sense. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, um, and you know, a couple of uh, a couple of software packages that I, I really feel compelled to mention. You know, one is uh, FileMaker Pro. You know, if you're anything you're doing, we talked about data earlier, and if you're doing, I mean, anything if you're selling products if you're measuring anything if you have to enter any kind of data and you don't not you don't really know how quite to collect it and then present it back in an organized manner yeah you can do it on a spreadsheet but if you really most want people to, are going
0: to start with a spreadsheet most people start with so this is yes. yeah are your, your, your the indicator yes is it, right, how much of this are you storing on a spreadsheet and more importantly how old is that spreadsheet yeah, Did you start it just today to right. mock something up or have you been using it for three years to track Everything. some yeah, yeah. major aspect? Then I, I think that's, yeah. that's the indicator. To even go, just where
1: projects. I mean, we do, we use FileMaker uh, in so many different ways. We have, it's very easy to put, build a FileMaker database to do whatever you want with it or to hire someone very inexpensively to help
0: you build it. And it's it, it unbelievably modifiable. Um, we you know, have I love it. The entire core of Backbeat Media, our, our CRM yeah. and our invoicing starts and ends with FileMaker. Yeah,
1: I love it. You know, we have a receiving database, everything that comes in the door Every single thing that comes in gets put in the receiving database. Yeah. it's FileMaker, and we and it, it's not like and hey, it's I want so easy yeah. to do and and modify. Yeah, that's As what a, I mean. And I'm not yeah. a programming guy. I mean, I, I, I hack my way through it, but you know, now when, it's
0: frustrating for programmers. FileMaker I'm, I'm is, I'm sure it is. Yeah, because yeah. it has because it's so graphical and yes. easy to do there are literal what I call brick walls. I'm sure. And it's like, you get to a point and now, you know, well, there's a database here and I want to query it this way. It's like, and it doesn't work that way. That's right. That's not how it's not built for that guy. No. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. But But, for the, that's, I mean, to me, that's a plus. It is a plus. Most days. Yeah. For
1: a small you know business owner. And that, you know, capturing data might be the most important thing that we are talking about here today mm-hmm. because you will get you're going to get so busy your business is going to start growing very fast especially in the beginning that you, there's going to be times where you need to go back and look look for something and the worst place to have to look for it is in some stack of paper uh-huh. or even even you know using the search feature on your computer but if you have you know, some centralized repositories for that data, whether it's a a database like FileMaker, an accounting software like, uh, you know, QuickBooks, FreshBooks. uh, You you know. know,
0: FreshBooks... Also, would solve your credit card problem. Yeah, they, they they do it too, right? They yeah. they handle one hundred percent of it. Yep. So you don't even have to think about it. Yep. You just go sign up for FreshBooks, and you automatically are not taking merchant. credit yeah. cards. Yeah.
1: It seems like most of those uh, accounting places are doing that. You know, uh, QuickBooks Online yeah. get you set oh, up I right. mentioned. Account Edge does merchant processing, yep. and a lot of them actually do payroll now too. Yeah. So they're expanding in. So there's so many full service. You know, things that are, uh, you know, applications that are going to work with you. But look at FileMaker. You know, one of the things, you know, we fell in love with years and years ago was an app. If you, if you ship products and you sell in multiple channels, you owe it to yourself to look at Shipworks. Hmm. Um, there's another uh, app out there, you know, ShipStation. But Shipworks is, is just killing it. They just sold to Stamps.com. Um, hopefully... It'll just keep getting better, you right, never know. But, right, uh, right. you know, Shipworks pulls data from virtually any channel, any marketplace, from your own website, from eBay, from Amazon, from, C- you know, you name it, they've got a plugin that can pull an order to where you have one central repository of where you're shipping your product from, where you're creating your shipping labels from. Wow. Whether you ship with uh, USPS, FedEx, UPS, DHL, or all of the above, you can print out that label from one application. It's powerful, and wow. it will save you time and time again. And it's got a very powerful database yeah. that it keeps all that data forever.
0: So I, I would I would say um, use FileMaker last. Look at all these sure. services that exist. Yeah. And let them do for you that's right. what they do.
1: Yeah, FileMaker should be something that you uniquely yes. make that no one else addresses. Oh, totally. That's totally unique for your business. Yeah. If yeah. we
0: started yeah. Backbeat Media today, we would use Salesforce.com, not FileMaker. Yeah. Yeah. And and it could be argued that we should abandon FileMaker and migrate to Salesforce. And we actually may do that. Right. But when we started, it yeah. didn't exist. So Makes we sense. had to, but it was our last resort. Yeah. It, it, you know, because we wanted Max, we couldn't use yeah, Act. I was the same way. Well, because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Act existed on the Windows side and it right. would have been great for this, yeah. but... Nope. We're the same way. I mean, we use yeah. Shipworks.
1: I hate to say it, it is a Windows program, oh, okay. but yeah. we run it on a Mac, of course, sure. and it's, yeah, it's we have one team. machine, and it sits in the warehouse. It's connected to all these labels, and you go up, and there's you know 70 or 80 orders in. Yeah. You select them all, and it does its magic and, sp- and spits out. Because you up. could
0: build that with FileMaker. You could. Yeah, but, but, it, but, you, but, don't you, but you don't need to. You don't need to, and that's the thing is don't and reinvent... And Shipworks
1: is, is uh, 15 bucks a month per channel you sell in. It's very My so. issue...
0: Um, being, you know, coming from a programming background, is I see these solutions and I say, okay, well, that's great what they've built, but I don't want to pay them 15 yeah, bucks a month. Yeah. I want to spend 50 hours <laughs> building something that's going to save me 15 bucks a month. And it's stupid. I have to yeah, stop myself. I make that like, same mistake.
1: Yeah. I, I absolutely, I look at, you know, one of the things, you know, and I don't want to run too long here, but we didn't, we haven't talked about small business websites, you know, mm. what software and, and apps to use, but. That often can happen as you look at these, you know, off the shelf. None of these off the shelf products are going to do exactly what you want to do. No, They're
0: just not going to no, do. No, and that's the that's
1: the 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 issue. You, you, you're going to need to say, okay, make this a compromise. Does, you know, eight out of the ten things I want. You know, yeah. and and we'll go into the whole website thing uh, on another show. We've talked about it in the past, but yeah. we'll hit, we'll hit it on it again. But um, the one of the last pieces of software I want to mention is is an app called Help Scout and you know there's other ones out there Zendesk is is kind of similar uh, Okay, uh, community tech support customer service and and we run all you know our multiple companies we run all of our customer service through help scout uh, apps on our phones as well as web based service very inexpensive so
0: this isn't outsourcing to someone else this is nope. just a system to manage your own internal correct. customer correct so you
1: basically route your customer service emails through help scout okay wherever they come from sure and in our case you know just we'll do a tech restore here you know we get emails from amazon ebay our own website all kinds of other email campaigns we're running through Mailchimp. everything comes into one central repository and the 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 beauty of it is kind of like you talked about before when there's an emergency and a, a message comes in Everyone can attack it, but once one person grabs it... They own it. And everyone else knows about it. Yeah. So there's no duplication here. You know, if if there's somebody that's that's you know on call for weekend customer service, they're going to get pinged on their phone, and they're going to look at that and go, okay, I can deal with this. Let me tell the customer what to do. Let me send them a label. Let me, you know, instantly
0: make a decision and resolve and, it. And... If that same, and I imagine the whole exchange remains in the system. Of course, and when, so that when the problem happens again, yeah, you see, you're building, you you build this knowledge base
1: over time. So this you, is
0: what we should have started eleven years ago with Geek There you go. Yeah, because yeah, it, you know, and we and we do this because we share an email box, so we know who's answered the question. I mean, it's only two of us. Yes. Well, we've done that too. We used to route them through
1: Gmail, and that's like a hack you can do. And you know, you can you can route whatever email you want
0: through there. Uh, Eleven years, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, you know. But in the two years, six hundred nine episodes, yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> two with just two is not bad. But when you have a no, department, it's,
0: not. it's but a nightmare. The problem is if I I have to remember that we've solved this problem before, and yeah. then go and search my own email. Yeah. To find it. And I mean, it's functional, but it's not, you know, I could, I title every one of the questions we answer. Imagine if those titles were actually attached. Yeah.
1: Be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I should change this. You know, the beauty with Help Scout as well is when that customer, you know, you're solving the problem, inevitably when they respond, well, you you're assigned to that, yeah. so you're going to get that response, not anybody else. As well, I can look in and assign, you know, tickets, if you will, to various people in your organization that you and, know would be best. Yeah, here's the guy that needs to deal to, with this. Yep. Yeah, nobody else needs to do that. So, so look at Help Scout, look at ShipWorks. Uh, you know, go look at FileMaker, and you know, it's very inexpensive, and there's things that you can do with it that you just may not be able to do with other stuff. Um, but That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff out there. You know, we, we didn't hit everything. I don't want to drag on too long, no. but we'll talk about it again. We'll do a part two. Well send us send us your um yeah. send us your stuff. Yeah, like, what do you whatever, use? What do you use? What do you love? Yeah. That's better what than hate? whatever we mentioned. Yeah. What, yeah. What, what, what did you get burned on? Yeah. How exactly. do they get hold of us, Dave? Feedback at businessshow.co is one way. Awesome. You can also send us a text at four zero one four seven two four two four nine. We would love to hear from you. You can also also post to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash business show
0: dot co dot slash business show yeah awesome yeah I don't have anything else you? that's it we're gonna go light the barbecue oh man this is great I awesome. love doing this in person me it's too it's really a blast that's it that have yeah. a great week everybody thanks folks protect those charmed lives <laughs>